Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Camp to camp. Everywhere. Team to team. It's on this field where fortunes are made or lost. Continuing coverage. The countdown to kickoff rolls on. 51 days until the NFL season begins. Yeah, I like football, I like football season, and all the things that go with it. The NFL lives here. ESPN Radio. Cruising along here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Chad Brown, Shay Cornette here with you. Chad, less than eight weeks from now, so like seven-ish weeks, mm-hmm. your weekends, your Thursdays, your Sundays, your Mondays will be occupied by NFL football. So people, if you've got seven weeks left about to get whatever you need to get done before your weekends start to get a little bit busier. Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, as always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of the NFL, we are lucky enough to be joined by Desmond Ritter, Atlanta Falcons quarterback. Um, Desmond, thanks so much for being with us. Hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying your summer before training camp revs up. Look, you're going to be the starting quarterback this season in Atlanta. How does your approach change now from year one to year two? Yeah, you know, honestly, my approach doesn't change that much. You know, as last year, I was coming in every day um, working to be that guy. Um, and, you know, seeing how Marcus went about his business and really just learning, you know, what he did both on and off the field. Um, and so then now you obviously talk about myself being the guy. Um, and so, you know, I've seen how it works and, and seen how it goes down and, you know, know the preparation that it takes. And, uh, you know, my preparation didn't change much last year. And, you know, it won't change much this year other than uh, just knowing on Sundays, you know, you have the nod every single day. Hey, Desmond, uh, players typically make their biggest improvement from year one to year two. You get a chance to get on the field. You learn what it is to be a professional, how to take care of your body, the rhythms or routines of the NFL process. What would your biggest takeaway be from year one that you want to carry over into into year two as far as the positive things? You know, I think, um, you know, just, just the, the leadership of the team, you know, just, just the way it was going towards the end, you know, just the vibe of the team. Um, and just keeping everyone on the same page. Obviously, you know, we finished off those last two games with wins, uh, you know, which was huge for us in the, in the year of 2023. Um, and so, obviously, we want to keep those going. Um, but, you know, for us, it's just about getting better every single day, um, just going out there and finding something, you know, whether it's on the field or off the field to get better at, um, you know, both as individuals and as a team. We're talking to Desmond Ritter right now. He's the Atlanta Falcons starting quarterback this upcoming season. Joining us here on KT and Carlin on ESPN Radio, Chad Brown, Shea Cornette here with you. Let's zoom in on your division because the NFC South, let's call it what it is, it's going to look a whole lot different this year. Uh, new starting quarterbacks, for example, a lot of changes. Um, I, I believe every single team in this division has a new starting quarterback, essentially, Desmond. And so what are the expectations for this division with so much newness around you? Yeah, for us, obviously, you know, we get to see each team twice. And and for us, it's just about going out there um, and, you know, showing what we can do. Um, You know, it's about going out week in and week out and improving and getting better every single day. Um, And for us, obviously, you know, those games mean a whole lot to us. And so it's to go out there and, you know, obviously – 
uh, win all those games. Um, and, you know, if, if it, in the, the negative possibility that it didn't happen, uh, being able to learn from those games and learn from those mistakes and move on to the next ones. Uh, Desmond, you guys had the most points offensively in your division last year. I had a chance to work with uh, Coach Smith when I was doing an internship with the Tennessee Titans. And one of the first things he did is he came over to me as a 15-year NFL veteran linebacker and talked to me about my various stops in the NFL and how certain teams did things and what they were, the thought process was behind it. So he seems to be a very engaged, uh, very intuit coach. Describe the process of working with him and trying to take that offense to the next level. Yeah, Coach Smith, you know, from, from my eyes, obviously, you know, this is has been my only team in the NFL, but obviously I've been, you know, around the game of football for a long time, been around a lot of different coaches. Um, you know, Coach Smith is, is one of the most intuitive coaches that I've seen as far as, you know, when it comes to film study, when it comes to game plan. Uh, and, you know, he just harps out on me to, you know, be my own guy in a way, but also, you know, try to be, you know, as hard as you can as far as, you know, studying the game plan, studying film. Um, because, you know, obviously as, as a quarterback and as, as anyone who wants to be successful, uh, you know, you don't want someone, you know, working harder than you. But, you know, every single day Coach Smith comes in and works hard up early, late at night. Um, and, you know, you, it just shows both on the field and in the meetings. Desmond Ritter joining us here on KT and Carlin on ESPN Radio, Atlanta Falcons uh, quarterback. Look, there's been a lot made of the running back position in the NFL, especially this season with, with guys that – you know, probably deserve to get big, big paychecks, not getting them. And, and speaking of that position, you've got a guy that's on everyone's radar this upcoming season in Bijan Robinson. What have you seen so far out of him um, since he's joined your squad in the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, obviously, you know, everyone knows about his explosiveness. Um, but, you know, just his work ethic, you know, his ability to just come in every single day, put his head down, uh, you know, not really worried about, you know, any of the outside noise or, or what people expect him to be. Um, and really just being himself. You know, what you see is what you get. Um, and, you know, he's going to be a guy that really helps out our team. All right, Desmond, take you off the uh, the football field for just a bit here. Now, as an NFL quarterback, there's certainly a chance for you to get to this dollar figure if you play long enough. But what would you do if you won the billion-dollar Powerball? What's the first thing Desmond Ritter's doing? Uh, probably give my mom, you know, a good portion of that, of which, you know, obviously the, the third round rookie contract can't really do that much of. Um, and so if I, if I won that billion dollars, you know, I, I get my mom set up and my family set up pretty well. What a great answer. Uh, Desmond, we really appreciate you taking the time. Good luck this upcoming season. Enjoy training camp if that's possible. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thank y'all. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Good luck to you. That's Desmond Ritter, Atlanta Falcons quarterback, joining us here on Kid Dean Carlin on ESPN Radio. I mean, I, I'm just going to say it. Number one, he sounded like he was underwater. What the heck was going on there, Chad? He was, <laughs> I was in like, a tunnel somewhere. Right? I was like, what? Where in Atlanta are you that I, I feel like you're completely underwater? Uh, number two, that kid says all the right things. Like, there was no shaking him. Like, the right, the right answer for every question. Very good with the media, I will say. Um, nice talking to Desmond Ritter. Looking forward to seeing what the Falcons can do. You know, you zoom in on that division, and, and you know, sometimes we have these guests on, and it forces you to kind of really think about things in a different light. And when you zoom in on the NFC South, Chad, it, the Bucks no longer have Brady. The Carolina Panthers have the number one overall pick, and, and Bryce Young is now their quarterback. The Saints, uh, they now have – why am I blanking from the Raiders? Um, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And then the Falcons have Desmond Ritter. This is a totally different look for that division. Completely. 
And let's not forget how these teams finished last year. Tampa Bay, 8-9. Carolina, the Saints, and, and Falcons, all 10 and – I'm sorry, 7-10. and 10. So these teams were all neck and neck last year. So it's really going to be up to, I think, in the end, which quarterback room within this division excels the most, and that team will most likely win the division. I saw a stat that Derek Carr has more starts in the NFL than all three teams' quarterbacks combined in that division. Okay, so that's what we're that's that's what we're in for in the NFC South. So it should be interesting. If I had to make you pick right now, Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons, who wins the division? Something about me says the Panthers. Uh, I know Tampa Bay is talking about having number one defense. Uh, I worked with Todd Bowles on one of my internships. I got a tremendous amount of respect for him. But right now, I'm thinking Bryce Young, that Alabama system. His training there will allow him to move into the NFL successfully, make that transition, and they've got enough skill guys on both sides of the ball where I think they'll be dangerous and have the best chance in my mind to win that division. God, wouldn't that be crazy? A uh, new coach, you get rid of Christian McCaffrey, a rookie quarterback, and somehow you find a way to win the division. I mean, it's up for grabs, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, we asked Desmond Ritter this question. If you won the Powerball, what is the first thing that you would buy? He said he'd take care of his mom and his family. Great answer. What would you do if you won the Powerball? Uh, Nico's in California. Nico, what are you doing with a billion dollars? Hello? Hello. What do you do with oh, a billion yeah, yeah. dollars? The first, thing, the first thing I'm doing with the billion dollars, I'm buying the Oakland A's and I'm keeping them in Oakland. We're rooting in Oakland. I don't know why they're leaving. We're rooting in Oakland. I'm buying the A's. So supposedly the A's sold for just about a bill so that you'd be out of money. You'd buy the A's and then you'd be stuck in Oakland with the A's and no more money to spend. You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. I, I, we live, we're from Oakland. That's what we do. All right. Fair enough. He'd buy the Oakland A's and keep them in. Sacrifice and, the self for the team. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I love it. He needs to get that attendance up, though, if they're going to stay in the and stay in <laughs> Oakland. That's for certain. Mark's in Ohio. Mark, what are you going to do with a billion dollars? Well, I'm definitely not buying the A's and be out of money. So I want money to keep coming in. So after I buy my church all, I'm going to buy a sports complex, have it built, have all the high school and colleges in the local area, rent it out. That way I still have money coming in. And then I'm traveling for the rest of my life. Okay, so that's interesting. So he's like starting a business venture, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's what he wants to do. He wants to buy a sports complex and, you know, make it occupied by the local teams in his area, high school, college, whatever, and start a business venture. I, I like that idea. Like something you've always wanted to do. I guess I didn't think of that either. Like with a billion dollars. a community aspect to that. Those sports yeah. facilities, you know, you end up taking in kids who maybe not have other places to go, uh, you know, maybe some tough backgrounds. You end up being a chance to, to mentor those kids. So I, I see where, where he's going. It's, it's business, but it's also community and, and, and community building in that process. Can I, can I defend yeah. Nico real quick? about yeah. the? Uh, I call him Nico. It's Nico. Nico. Sorry. I think it was Nico. I don't know. That's what the screen said. But um, he would still make money, right? The notion that he wouldn't make any money, he owns a baseball team. So hypothetically, eventually, if he marketed the team well enough, he could make some more money. Yeah, but marketing also means more dollars. You well, don't have any more. The Oakland fans were there. If you, if you, um, the reverse boycott, like they were there. They just hate the owner. So with the new owner, you think maybe people will start showing up? Yeah, maybe? and then you also need to have money to go get players because <laughs> your team is, I think, the worst in all of Major League Baseball. Mm. So you you need more than a billion dollars basically to run the A's. Yeah, you, you got me there. You, I, you backed me into a corner. You need more money. John's in Florida. John, I like I like though that uh, 
you're listening and you want to chime in, Eric. Thank you. Uh, John's in Florida. John, what are you going to do with a billion dollars if you won the Powerball? How y'all doing? Hello, hello. I'm currently working for Amazon right now, so if I had that billion dollars, um, I'm buying a block, like a cul-de-sac of houses for my family because I got a big family and I always wanted to do that. I always had dreams and aspirations of being in the NBA and NFL, but due to injury and stuff like that, couldn't go that route. So that was like a big wish for me to just like buy a cul-de-sac of houses, put like each one of my family members in those houses, like my aunts and my mom and stuff like that. And after that, I would just buy season tickets for the heat and I'm good. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. You got your family all around you. You live in a, a call to second itself sounds great. And then you got your family around you added bonus. I love that, John. And then he's going to just go to heat games with all his family. Sounds See, awesome she, to me. We went about this all wrong, Shay. We were thinking about ourselves. All these callers are thinking about family and community, and they want to do all these awesome things. And both you and I were like, yes, private jet. That'll be great. Thank so you. Selfish, selfish people. <laughs> By the way, do I say our names again? I have to. Shay Cornette, Chad Brown here with you on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, DC's in Virginia. What are you going to do with your billing? Hello, you there? Line four. What are you going to do with your billion? Maybe you dropped. Yep, I think he dropped. Well, what he wanted to do is buy an NFL team. And again, I think you need a few more funds than a billion to buy an NFL team, which I know sounds crazy, but it is true. Um, Shea Cornette, Chad Brown here with you on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. This is Ganty and Carlin. As always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is our phone number. Um, all right, we're going to play a little game of quarterback confidence. And for that, we're going to bring in our producer, Shannon. Sham, what do you got? All right, we're going to look at quarterback confidence for quarterbacks in year three or younger that can win their division. So essentially, I'm going to give you a quarterback, and you got to tell me between one and ten, one being the least, ten being the most, whether or not you think they can win their division. Easy enough? Got Easy it. Enough. All right, the first quarterback on the list for you, Chad, Trevor Lawrence. What's your quarterback level that Trevor Lawrence can lead the Jags to the AFC South division? Eight and a half. Is it, can we do halves? Yeah, go for it. Right. Eight and a half is my, my score for Trevor Lawrence as far as taking Jacksonville to the AFC South title. Uh, I, I'll go higher. I'll go nine and a half. First of all, it's a very gettable division in the AFC South for one. Number two, hello, Calvin Ridley. Let's go in Jacksonville. Traver, Travis Etienne is healthy now. Um, Doug Peterson in year two. They already won a playoff game, so they got that you know monkey off their back. I love what I'm seeing so far out of the Jags. Trevor Lawrence in year three. It's going to be something to watch. I'll go nine and a half. All right, Shay. Next team on the list, Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers. What's your confidence level that Purdy can lead them to a division title? Yeah, pretty high. I'll go nine and a half again. First of all, the only thing that worries me, and I'll do the asterisk there, is the health of Brock Purdy. Um, he had surgery in the offseason. I'm not exactly sure when he's slated to be 100% and be back. But nonetheless, the, the injury thing gives it a little bit of an asterisk. If he is 100% healthy, this is a team and a coaching staff that fully believes in him. They return, I believe, almost all of their talent on the offensive side of the ball. You still have Christian McCaffrey there, by the way, to help you along the way. And so uh, I love Brock Purdy, and I love what the Niners are doing. They're going to be more of the hunted. He can't sneak up on people like he did a year ago. Brock Purdy can't. And is he going to be 100% healthy? So I say it with a little bit of a hesitation, but I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine for the Niners. 
I'm going to go with uh, eight and a half there, uh, just because I-, I know that Pete Carroll and his defensive staff has spent the entire offseason watching Brock Purdy tape <laughs> and ensuring that they will make his you know, year two not as smooth as year one. And that's a big hurdle for a lot of young quarterbacks is once you get that first year of starts under your belt, all those coordinators burn the midnight oil all around the NFL Every team on your schedule has identified the things you do well and found things you don't do well. And they want to force you into those things you don't do well. So I got to go with an eight and a half. Just bring that down a little bit under uh, your score. All right, Chad. The next quarterback on our list, Justin Fields of the Bears. What's your conference level that Justin Fields can lead the Bears to the NFC North division title? Uh, I would, I'm only going to go a three or a four. I think Justin Fields still has a long way to go as an NFL quarterback. I called one of his games last year. Unfortunately, it was game one in that torrential downpour. He didn't look very good at all. I know he got better as the season went along. But Minnesota is, is rolling. Kirk Cousins has that thing going. I, I know there's some question marks about who's going to be there running back this season. But I really look for Minnesota to – continue to lead that division so I can't give anything higher than a five to Justin Fields and the Bears. Okay. You can you can go die on the hill uh with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings with no Dalvin Cook. I'll stick with my Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. Uh, I have to do I have to give him a ten, right? Like what am I is my team. I have to give him a ten. We got DJ Moore. He finally's got some weapons. Um I, I no, I, it, there's no way the Bears are going to win the division. I'm just kidding. I can't give him a ten, but I do have a lot of confidence in Justin Fields. I think the way they're trying to work this thing in Chicago, what Brian Poles is trying to do, is every year he's trying to add two or three wins. Okay, obviously they were in the gutter. That's why they originally had the number one overall pick last year. And can they slowly but steady get better and better and better? It was kind of the recipe in Kansas City, and now they're trying to do that with the Bears so that they form the right roster that has longevity. Um, so, do I think they're going to win the division this year? No. Do I think they'll be a lot better than last year? Yes. So, Justin Fields, while I love you and I wish I could say 10 in terms of winning the division, I'll go 8 here. All right. We had Desmond Ritter on the show earlier, so let's stick in that NFC South division, Shay. Bryce Young, what's your confidence that Bryce Young can lead the Panthers to an NFC South division? Yeah, it's uh, pretty high. Um, I like Bryce Young. Um, I love what he brings to the game. I love his focus. I love his attitude. I love all of it. I have no idea what to expect out of the division, as Chad and I were just talking about. Um, I don't know what to expect out of the Carolina Panthers. Like, it's like I have no clue. So I have confidence in him from what I saw from him in Alabama and through the draft process and the way he fits there in Carolina. Beyond that, I don't know. So confidence level, sure, let's go eight just to be safe. I'll go with an eight as well. Um, I, if I was forced to pick a division winner for that division, I got to go with Carolina. Um, so that makes Bryce Young's about an eight. But, you know, there's some talent out there. Miles Sanders moves into the running back uh, room for them. Adam Thielen at the wide receiver spot. So there's some some people for him to distribute the ball to. Defensively, they got Brian Burns on the other side who can get after the quarterback. So some pieces are in place where it won't just all be the Bryce Young show, which I think is a great way to start your quarterback as a rookie, is lean on some other guys, particularly the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah, I'll go eight as well. All right, the last quarterback we're looking here, quarterbacks in year three or younger that can lead their their teams to a division title. The last team, Chad, Mac Jones and the Patriots. What's your confidence level that the Pats can win a division? Mm, that is a tough, tough division. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers joins the Jets. Uh, I've coached with Robert Sala. Got a tremendous amount of respect for him. Dolphins seem to be moving forward as well. Continue to add pieces and spend some money. And then everyone in that division is looking up at Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So uh, I think Mac Jones will be far better this year than he was last. He was just poorly served by the 
incredible hubris from Bill Belichick to have a former special teams coordinator and my old linebacker coach Matt Patricia be the offensive coordinator and think that would somehow work. Uh, they will be better, but they will not win this division, so I can only go like a three or a four. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll even go two. If they had signed uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Patriots, I would have a higher confidence level. They expect Juju Smith-Schuster to be the number one guy there. They expect um, they expect him to find a way after looking absolutely terrible and adding virtually no help around him for them to be better. Uh, confidence is low. Coming up here on Canty and Carlin, Daryl Daryl Morey confirms Harden wants out and what they're going to look for in return. Is it time to blow it up in Philly? We'll get into that next after this word from Vivid Seats. Here at Canty and Carlin, we'll fry out up for the MLB season. Lucky for you, our friends at Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, have great deals on great seats with a huge selection of tickets to this year's hottest matchups. Experience every crack of the bat, every diving catch, every heart-pounding play of your favorite team live and in person. Just visit, visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Anyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. And Carlin, the podcast. What's it going to look like in Philadelphia for the 76ers? Is it going to be the Joel Embiid, James Harden duo? Can they go farther than they did the last year? Or is, are they going to blow up the process? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Chad Brown, Shake Cornette here with you. And we are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we're starting to get a few answers, like a few leaks, little hints here and there of maybe what's going to happen. And if you're a 76ers fan, maybe you're starting to feel real uneasy about what's going to happen there. Uh, Daryl Morey basically confirmed that James Harden wants to get out and, and what they need to get in return if that's going to be the case. Here is the Sixers GM on 97.5 The Fanatic and what exactly is happening with James Harden. 
James is a very good player. Right now, unfortunately, he does prefer to be somewhere else. I do have a long relationship with him. I'm attempting to honor that. But the reality is, if we do look at a trade, it's going to be for one of two things. It's either going to be for a player who continues to help us be right there like we were last year, or we're going to do it for something where we get enough draft picks and things like that in a deal such that we can then turn those into a player who can be a running mate with Joel as well. But if we don't get either a very good player or something that we can turn into a very good player, then we're just not going to do it. And if James were to turn his mind around, we would all be thrilled. You heard Joel's comments about that. But at this moment, he does prefer to be traded and we're attempting to honor that. Okay, so he prefers to be traded. This feels like we've seen this song and dance with James Harden before in Houston with the Nets and now with Philadelphia. But you heard Daryl Morey reference. We heard what Joel B said the other day. Well, here's what the 76ers center said the other day in terms of the situation with the Sixers and with James Harden. I just want to win a championship. Um, you know, whatever it takes. I don't know what that's going to be, whether it's affiliates, you know, anywhere else. You know, I just want to have a chance uh, to accomplish that. I want to see what it feels like to win that first one and then you can think about, you know, the next one. Uh, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. That's true. Thank you to AJ Torres, one, two, three, zero for that sound. So that was last Thursday during an interview with Maverick Carter on the Uninterrupted Sports Film Festival when Joel Embiid basically said, and I'll say it to you again in case it was hard to hear, I want to win a championship, whether that's with the 76ers or with another team. And so now this becomes, is Joel Embiid and James Harden going to be together in Philadelphia next year? And are they going to go ahead and win that chip? Or is Joel Embiid going to get out and James Harden's going to get out over the next year or two and the whole thing gets blown up in Philadelphia? Sometimes basketball hurts my football brain. It just, it, it crushes me. <laughs> the, I, I'm all for players having power over where they live, you know, where they work and all that. But at some point, this basketball, I want to be traded. I want to be out. Where's your backbone? Where's your, where's your, your, your toughness? You know what? Me and this guy, we're going to band together and we're going to make a championship team. We're going to tough the tough times out and we're going to show some backbone and show some pride in this organization and not just jump from ship to ship to ship until it gets easy. Joel Embiid was able to talk his way into the MVP last year. Now, of course, I'm in Denver. I'm a little biased. The whole Nikola Jokic thing, I thought he deserved a third MVP. And as evidenced by how both guys played in the playoffs, I think I'm on the right side of that thought. But it's much more difficult to talk your way into a championship. It takes some backbone. It takes some perseverance. It takes some riding the tough times and coming out on the other side of that. And for Joel Embiid, which to just say I want to win a championship, whether it's here or anywhere, um, that's kind of laying down the gauntlet. And then to your point, Shay, we've heard James Harden do this thing before. Uh, why any team would be interested in this guy who's always going to cut bait when things get tough? Um, why Dallas made the moves they made this offseason for a guy who's blown up locker rooms everywhere he's been? I, it's difficult for me to wrap my football mind around this NBA Mindset. Can you coach me up on where this comes from and, and why this is a thing and this is allowed? Uh, the players have a lot of power in the NBA. <laughs> There's smaller rosters. There's big, big worldwide superstars. It's different. Look, I, James Harden, for me, the best chance for him to win a championship is in Philadelphia. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where you can plug him in. He ain't going to the Warriors. He's not going to the Nuggets. He's not going to Boston. Nope. He's not going to the Miami Heat. Where are you going with a better opportunity to win a championship than in Philadelphia? That's number one. And all the rumors about him going back to Houston, why the heck would he join the Houston Rockets? That is a young team, a young franchise. He makes no sense there. None. So so for me, this this thing of wanting to be traded, are, why are you disgruntled? Do you feel like you can't play the way you're, so you want to play alongside Joel Embiid? Because we did see that. We did see that in one game during the postseason. What did he go off for, like 52, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, mm-hmm. when Embiid was hurt? So maybe these two can't find a way to be the yin and yang that bring out the best in one another. Okay, fine. But it sounds like Joel Embiid really wants him back from everything he's saying. Daryl Morey Morey is saying, we'll trade him, but we got to get someone of equal value alongside Embiid because we only have one more year to build around this generational kind of superstar here in Philadelphia before he's going to bounce too. To further that point, here's Tim Bontemps, our ESPN NBA writer on NBA Today. I think there's Tim. I don't really take anything that Joel said there all that seriously because he said this kind of stuff a bunch of times in the past. I think, to me, what's more indicative of what's going on here is this is going to be the conversation around the Sixers for the next several months and really for the next calendar year. With the path they have taken by being patient, by not adding anybody with future years other than matching this small contract for Paul Reed they could move if they wanted to. They've set themselves on a pretty high-risk, high-reward path. Mm. Or next summer, they could potentially have two max salary slots to go out and add real players to their roster. But that means they either have to do that next summer and get those guys and have a team that's ready to be an elite contending team for a long time, or we're going to meet a situation like Damian Lillard's in in Portland where he's looking around saying... This team isn't good enough. Go ahead, Shan. All right, I got a crazy proposal here, a question I wanted to ask you guys. Wouldn't it be better served for the Sixers if they went ahead and tried to, detra- tried to trade Joel Embiid now? Like, maximize on what you can get. Start that rebuild now by trading Embiid. And get a boatload of draft picks. Reset the, the process. Do all of that now rather than after this next year when we know he's going to want out if they don't win the championship. Yeah, and, and sure. But can you? I don't know his contract situation. I'm not even sure if that's a possibility. Sure, that makes... Uh, yeah, if you're going to lose Harden, you can get no one in return. Let's be clear. Who are we getting for James Harden that's of equal value? You're going to go get Damian Lillard? Is that who you're going to go get? You can go get Damian Lillard, sure. Then fine. Then this all makes sense and good for James Harden. You can go find your way to Portland or wherever. But to me, I don't even know who the Sixers can go get to help Joel Embiid along the way that he wants help. Like, he's not going to have the same kind of superstar. But I don't – is his contract – set? someone smarter than me needs to tell me if his contract is set up to be able to be moved right now. Because, yeah, blow the whole thing up. Blow up the process. And, heck, you know what? I'm annoyed if I'm Nick Nurse, too, by the way. I'm like – Dude, I came here to try and fix all this mess, to try and see if I can get these two superstars to play alongside each other and we can do what we thought we were going to do when you came here in the first place, and now you're, you're saying you want to trade? You haven't even seen what I've been able to do. This is a championship caliber. Now, so is Doc Rivers. Championship caliber head coach in Nick Nurse. This is, I guess this, this is, speaks to my, my point. You, you are in a championship possibility window, but for whatever reason, your personal feelings supersede that of the, of the team and of championships. Aren't we here to win championships? Isn't that what we're trying to do? At least Joel Embiid is wrapping it up in that. 
You know, James Harden just wants a trade, and he's done this kind of thing before. Kyrie Irving has done this kind of thing before, and it doesn't lead it lend itself to the next team finding greater success with this guy. This locker room mindset in, ends up destroying the locker rooms. Again, I, I, I can only go off the Nuggets experience here in Denver last year. No one outside of Bones Highland, which didn't move the needle either way when the when he was on the floor or off the floor for the Nuggets, had any issue. Not any of their three guys, not Nikola Jokic, not Michael Porter Jr., not Jamal Murray. None of those guys had any issue with playtime, trade me, any of those things. They were focused on winning a championship. And maybe it's maybe maybe because I, I set up my fifty third birthday. Maybe this is my old man get off my lawn moment where I, I, I can't understand and relate to players today. In the NBA, you're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars if you're a superstar. Shouldn't pursuit of a championship be also part of what you're going after? Basically, you're saying the grass is not always greener, and I would agree with you, Mr. Okay. Chad Brown. Uh, <laughs> coming up here on Candy and Garland, ESPN Radio Rankum continuing here on this show as, as well. Chad Brown's going to rank his top five NFL jerseys. If you really think about NFL jerseys, there's a lot of different variations. What are your top five? We'll discuss it next. Candy and Garland, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast from the top five NFL quarterbacks. Burrow, touchdown, what a start. Who actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. To the top five NFL fan bases. Bye, Bears. Bye, Bears. Go, Bears. How about them, Cowboys? 
boy. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank 'em. The top five jerseys. We're getting down to it, really, with the rank them. Let me tell you, we've done quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, duos, stadiums, all of it. And now we're doing jerseys. But really, there's a lot of variation, so there's a lot to choose from. It's Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Shay Cornette, Chad Brown here with you, filling in for the guys this evening. As always, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. It is time for ESPN Radio Rank Them, and this is Chad Brown's top five NFL jerseys. Chad, you got throwbacks, you got regulars. What do you got? Number There's a lot five. going on with NFL jerseys. Number five, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Charters Powder Blue. Uh, as a Southern California guy, certainly a great memory for me, looking at those powder blue jerseys with Dan Fouts and John Jefferson and all those guys back in the day. Yeah, that's number five. For number me. four. Moving on to number four is the Chicago Bears. Do today's Chicago Bears wear the same jersey that the 85 Chicago Bears wore? Yes, they do. That's how awesome and iconic that design is. Number three. I cannot do a jersey list without talking about my Pittsburgh Steelers. There is no more classic jersey in the NFL than the Steelers' home jersey. Classic, clean, never changes, always awesome. Number two. Raiders, both their home and away, the black and the white, awesome. It's a great contrast. It looks tremendous. It's classic. Uh, it speaks something to my football heart when I see those, uh, either the home or the way jerseys for the Raiders. Number two for me. Number one. Number one. This is going to be a little bit out of the box. I think Cincinnati, in the way they incorporate the stripes into their jerseys, their pants, their helmets, the white helmet with the black stripes last year, I know we're talking about jerseys right now, was awesome. But Cincinnati, for me, the number one jersey in the NFL, and wouldn't you know it, from an animal guy who loves animals and breeds animals, the most animal-specific jersey of all in the league gets my number one choice. I like it. Uh, I love the white Bengal jerseys. I w- would put them number one on my list as well. Love you had my Bears on this list too because I feel like their jerseys are so clean. They're also trying to come out with a white, uh, all white version that look the mock-ups look dope. Um, you didn't put the Niners on there, and I thought the Niners deserve a spot on the list. The red ones. They're clean. They're classic. They're I don't know, Niner gang. Like, I, I felt like Niners de- de- deserves a spot on there. And then Shannon has to throw this on our screen. The Kelly Green Eagles jerseys. I wasn't going to say that. I don't think the Kelly Green Eagle jerseys needs to have a spot, Shan. What? They're <laughs> clean. Randall Cunningham? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Look, I'm a Giants fan, and I love the Kelly Green Eagles jerseys. I, I wish you mentioned the, the Dolphins jerseys. I actually love the Dolphins jerseys. Really? So, yeah. Just they're so Miami, like the Heat and the Dolphins. Something about those jerseys, like nowhere else can you wear that jersey. It's just so Miami. The color, the white, the teal, I love it. Like even the all teal, I think are cool. I love my the Miami jerseys too. Technically, it's aqua. So you know, let's, sorry, let's get aqua. it correct in team lingo here. Aqua. Yeah, you're right. If I'm gonna like it, I should at least know what I'm saying here. The aqua color. Uh, Chargers powder blue. Sure. I mean, didn't sound very enthusiastic. Sure. I like the Raiders all silver. I like that one. Which Raiders jerseys did you say you liked? I like the black and the white. The black and the white, yeah. Nah, yeah, that's fine. I like the black too. They're 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 old school. They're cool. Very and then the Steelers crisp. and clean crisp. And then Steelers, of course. You had to you had to pick the Steelers. It's yes. just it's, it's just classic. Um, more Canteen Carlin coming up momentarily. Okay. I thought you were telling me to break early, Eric, and then I because I looked at the screen like I still have another minute, and I was a whole. I was actually. You know what happens? You know what happens, Shay? 
Eric went out, played a doubleheader in softball today before the show. He's he's all turned around. He's counting us down a minute early. I knew it. He's feeling See, some time away because his Jets didn't make the top five <laughs> Chad Brown's uniform rankings. I, I just can't believe I made that mistake. But you know, the I, Jets. I thought you were wrong. I was going to keep talking. Then I'm like, well, maybe Shannon's wrong. You put the wrong, <laughs> the wrong time on the screen. But uh, anyways, we're still here. We still have a few more seconds to talk, so we're going to keep talking. Let's recap Chad Brown's top five radio rank jerseys in the NFL. Number five, Chargers, Powder Blue. Four, Bears. Three, Steelers. Two, Raiders. Number one, Bengals. So that's the list, and we'll continue to come out with more radio rankums momentarily now we have more for canty real, and carlin coming back for real thanks for listening to the canty and carlin podcast you can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 eastern on espn radio plus you can listen on the espn app canty and carlin the podcast